0: Hey St. John, welcome to the Post Sermon Podcast. I am Deacon Estalia and with me today is Vicar Tim. Hello. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, how are you?
0: Doing well. So we are discussing your sermon from this past Sunday. What was the text that you preached on?
1: Yeah, uh, the text was Luke 7 verses 11 through 17. uh, The miracle of Jesus raising a young man from the dead.
0: And I really liked all of the readings. They went together very well, because we also have the same thing, or a very similar thing in the Old Testament reading, right?
1: Yeah, uh, in that one, Elijah raises a widow's son from the dead, and it's really cool when the readings pair so well, like they did this week.
0: Yeah, no, that is really cool. Uh, It actually felt like a mini Easter Sunday. Yeah. I (laughs) mean, even the hymns were very... um, I mean, they were resurrection hymn, so something we would sing on Easter even.
1: Yeah, I appreciated that as well.
0: What was the central teaching of your sermon?
1: Yeah, my central teaching was that Jesus raises us not for death, but for life. Uh, Because in the story, this young man is raised from the dead, but eventually he's going to die again. And so... I was really preaching on this idea that our hope is in the final resurrection of the dead where we'll all be raised from the dead and we won't die when we're raised again by Jesus because death will be defeated forever. We'll live with him forever.
0: Yeah, so this isn't an actual resurrection that happens here. I mean, Jesus raises him from the dead, but like you said, he he dies again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, yeah, that's something I think can easily be forgotten. I mean, we hear the stories, I mean, of this one, of the widow's son, but also of Lazarus being raised from the dead, um, but Lazarus too dies one day, um, even though we don't know exactly when or, you know, in this story too, it's not recorded in in scripture, uh, but we do make that assumption. I think you had said whether it was five years from now or 50 years from now, whenever it was, um, he did eventually die, uh. But, I don't know, yeah, kind of going back to what you were saying, I mean, Jesus is that first, that first person that truly was a resurrection.
1: Yeah, everybody else who rises from the dead, is raised from the dead in the Bible, eventually dies at some point, except for Jesus. And, of course, that's where our hope is, in him, in his resurrection.
0: Right, and we will soon follow, right? But, we're not going to die, like, die again like the, the widow's son did. Yeah. So, how did you intend to benefit your hearers in their faith or life?
1: Death is just a reality all around us. Um, Death is just there. It's present, and it's discouraging at times. And so, we always need to remember where our hope is at, and uh, that we look for our hope in the resurrection of the dead, in Jesus, Um, not looking for our hope elsewhere, and that it's Jesus that gives us the hope and the comfort that we need.
0: Yeah, very good. I like what you said. That's a reality among us. Because, yeah, whether it's a funeral we just attended or, I, mean, we, I don't know. It's like the older you get, I'm sure you, the more people in your life you know that is, like, touched by this reality. It's not something any of us can ever escape. Yeah. Why did you pick this text and not one of the other assigned readings?
1: I guess I kind of had narrowed it down to either this one or the Old Testament one, and I don't know, I thought it might be a little bit simpler to preach on the one where Jesus is the one doing the work, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it is kind of, and I guess while we were talking, it did make me, like, I guess compare in my head these two stories of of these people being risen from the dead. Um, Like in the Old Testament, Elijah, I mean, he is stretching himself upon the child three times, and uh, it's different than what Jesus did. Jesus just said, arise, right? And the boy rose from the dead. So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, because in the Old Testament one, it's God doing the work through Elijah because of Elijah's prayer. In Elijah's not doing it himself. No. Um, He needs God to do it. In the New Testament one, uh, Jesus just does it. Because of God. Yeah, because of his own power. (laughs) Um, He doesn't need to call upon God. There's no acting through him. It's just him doing it. And so I like when uh, the people say God has visited his people. They're confessing more than they even know in that moment, uh, that God is literally there among them. In the flesh raising someone from the dead
0: yeah like you said God was using Elijah as his agent it, w- it wasn't Elijah himself that was able to like you know raise him from the dead Um, but then we have we have Jesus here and he is the word of God and so when the word speaks like it you know like creation can't help but obey the word right yeah it's like when we speak doesn't mean anything's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. We can't say, you know, arise. Like, no, that's yeah. not going to happen. But when Jesus speaks, like, it actually does happen. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I guess it kind of brings me back to, like, the creation story when God speaks, let there be light. Um. And then, of course, just in the Gospels, we have Jesus, any command he gives, you know, whether it's calming the storm or, you know, all of his miracles of healing, um, creation has to obey. And so, yeah, so it's a little different than the Old Testament reading, but of course similarities too. What was the challenge for you with this sermon process?
1: It's kind of a um, challenge deciding how to structure it. Um, eventually I decided on this structure of having multiple stories that I'm telling. I, mean, I told, this retold the story of, um, of the miracle, and I told the story of what's eventually going to happen to this man, that he's going to die again and then concluding with the story of Jesus's resurrection and by extension ours. Um, But it took a little while to get to that point and, you know, pastor helped me out a lot of course. And, and I think it ended up working quite well. Uh, So I'm pleased where it ended up.
0: Yeah, sure. No, I'm sure that's like really challenging to have to choose a sermon structure. And I'm, Um, I don't know if you've had this experience yet, but I know in the past there have been vicars or even pastor himself, you know, they'll write a sermon with one structure and then realize it's just not working and they have to completely start over. Um, And whether that means choosing another structure or just starting from scratch, like, so it's just, yeah, seems that seems challenging when you have one idea and then realizing it's like hits a wall.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, this wraps up the episode for today. Thank you for listening to our discussion. In case you missed the sermon or you'd like to listen to it again, the link to the sermon's in the show notes. You can also find it on our church website, stjohndublin.org. And if you, the listener, would like to submit a question about a sermon, please email us at podcast at stjohndublin.org. Thank you, Vicar, for joining me and for feeding us the word this week.
1: Thank you for having me. My pleasure. All right, take care, you guys. Bye. Bye.